Hey y'all, it's Courtney Phillips, co-founder of Gumbo Media and leader and creator of Gumbo Fit. Yo, what's good? It's Ian Gonzalez, owner of Last Lap Corner Store and co-founder of Seven on Sunday's Run Club. And we'd like to welcome you to the Runners Club podcast. This is something that Ian and I have been thinking about for a while now, so we're very excited to bring this to the community. Yeah, most definitely. When you're listening to this podcast, we're going to be talking about what it means to be an athlete today by sharing some of our personal journey. Because we all know running can be up and down. It can definitely be its own thing. So whether you're new to running and just starting your journey, or you've been getting these miles for a minute, we want to help motivate you and be the community that you need to enjoy running more. Well, also, be joined by a few of our good friends and taking in listener letters from you so with that being said welcome to the runners club podcast so get ready lace up let's get into it another second episode this is ian and courtney courtney and ian however you prefer to say it um and this is the runners club podcast if you are listening to this episode i'm sure you listened to episode one probably heard our intro you're probably getting Swallow into the that. groove of things you're probably getting familiar with our voices not like it's very hard to do but you know what i mean <laughs> that's him this is me but ultimately welcome back we got things to talk about so ian do you have anything to say before we get into it <laughs> what's good y'all like she she just she cleared it off that the intro is now just gonna be courtney we're not even gonna have no music and stuff like that it's gonna be her popping in bringing her energy but it's it's we record on wednesdays it's literally the middle of the week but the i don't even know when the week truly starts for me personally i don't know about you but like i come off the weekend of running and i rest on monday and then there's my my tuesday which is crazy we're gonna get into my tuesdays later we don't get into that. and then there's this wednesday when i when we're recording the podcast and I have no idea where my week starts and ends. It just completely happens. But Wednesday is now like the the split in my life right now. Uh, so okay, I'm I'm enjoying this. This is like where I could just release all the things that have been happening in my life. Yeah, right. Let's talk about it. Honestly, I'm in a place where this is really giving me a lot of like joy because I can. I, I'm like I've always wanted to kind of keep track and kind of document. <laughs> my life i don't know that doesn't it didn't come out right i'm just saying like <laughs> not my life but just what's happening because there's so many things that are happening because we're you were talking about doing a vlog you know i'm working on it <laughs> i'm working if anyone wants to hit me up with suggestions you know give me the the cheat code to making it happen i know i know, I know there's no cheat code i'm just saying that like i'm gonna put in the work but i can i'll use all the help that i can get but we just I, need a gumbo reality show yeah and a, and a um gopro <laughs> 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 Venmo me, please. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, this, there's going to be so many things happening right now. And I think that within the running community, within running history, I think we are within it in a really weird way. I know that sounds weird, but like, I, when you think about the history of running, road running, it's not very long. It's relatively new and right. it, it really is. It really is. I'm not going to say, I mean, generations past, sure. But ultimately, when you think about like 
running in Portland and, and Bowerman. Uh, you know what, you're and, right. Like, yeah. That's like the 40s, I think. Or so nah, 50s. Damn, 50s. Nah. Y'all gonna come for my neck. I already know. Nah. 56. I don't know. I'm a, you know, research. Okay. <laughs> don't come for me. All I'm saying is, is like, uh, but it really started popping like 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah, but yeah. it was like 50s. That, I'm not, that, I'm not joking. Nah. Yes. Yeah, no, nah, I think you're wrong. 60s. I think Bowerman's jogging book came out in the 70s. But he... Mm, no, and that that was one of the books that made jogging popular for regular ass people. Uh, okay, Google's we doing our Google's. Let's go. I mean, this guy, you know, keep talking. Local I'm gonna, legend. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna figure this out. I'm ta- not Bill ba- Bill Marman dropped his book, and uh, he died in '99. So yeah, yeah, but Nike didn't start until the '70s. And I think Bill Bowerman's book came out after Nike started. Someone here already knows the answer, and they're probably laughing at us right now. Dead ass, like straight up. Like if you haven't, if you haven't read the book uh, by Phil Knight called Shoe Dogs, honestly, hands down, one of the best books I've ever read. Like no cap at all. Like this ain't this ain't like no no like oh it's Nike I gotta kiss their ass. Like that book is legit fire it inspired me in so many different ways to do so many different things since i started reading it i will be honest and say that i started reading it once i got into nike because uh some of the employees at the running store here in chicago put me onto it amazing i've literally read it three times Mm. it's it's legit his story is amazing but um you pulled it up yet? Just Google it's, Google when Bowerman dropped jogging. the book. I yeah. know that's what I literally just looked up. It's called jogging, and I and it's like for some reason they want to give me the date. But look, everyone, <laughs> look, running. Honestly, though, it's relatively new when it comes to Black people. Oh yeah, um, definitely. And also relatively new when you think about. Um, clubs like run clubs coming together and things of that sort because i mean we all i mean i shouldn't say we all know for those i'm just gonna say it running is a leisure sport people who not a leisure sport in the sense that it's it's easy but it it's for people who have time Mm -hmm. to run it's something that white folks did because they had the time black folks was working we were building this country okay you know what i mean okay so i'm just saying like we was you know at the end of the day black folks don't like they didn't really feel like they had the time to just be out here running for no reason uh i don't have a drop of the book 67 we in the 70s right now so okay 70s, help inspire. So Steve Fontaine, Frank Shorter, Bill Rogers, help inspire 1970s running boom. He dropped his book. Let me see when he dropped his book. It's going to pop up. I thought it says 1967. I ain't see nothing about it. Where you see 67? At the very top. Oh, okay. It says 67. Yeah. All right. So, but I would say the 60s were something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And he was, he was, I mean, he died in 99. So he was already, I, but like, I'm, he was already running. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like him starting. Anyways, I'm not going to get into this because <laughs> it's wrong. I'm just mad. I'm honestly irritated that we spent this much time on it. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Where what what's next? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, listen. I was on. I was listening to an IG live, and he was talking about. Um, they was talking to Tony Reed, dope ass black man, dope black man. I, I I wish I took notes so I could regurgitate it here on a podcast. But uh, oh, that was a cringy word. But um, he uh, he started an organization called Black Marathoners Association, 
Yeah. But this man has ran double digit marathons on almost on every continent. Wait. So several double double digits or like double digits in in general, which means that double digits in United States, double digits in Asia. Double oh, so he's digits in a hundred. He's, he's run over a hundred. He's marathons. run over one hundred and fifty marathons. Shit. And stuff like that. Like the man is a complete badass. And he talked about how uh, he would be because he's like he's not built like a traditional runner is. He was like, I forget his measurements and how much he weighed, but he's like, I'm. He's like, when I was young, I was built more like a linebacker. So he's like, he remember pulling up, uh, I believe it was at Boston. He was talking about how uh, he heard the white guys talking about talking about him. You know, like, how do, he's too, way too big. How is he going to run? Yeah. He's knowing where he can keep this. Because he was like, I was out there primarily by myself, mm-hmm. you know, in the early uh, start of uh, of road running, and then he met. Um, I forget the woman's name that he met. I'm I'm going to get him on this podcast so he can tell this story because I'm yeah. doing it no justice. But they ended up, you know, founding the Black Marathoners organization. Found out there were more people around the country. They meet up like once a year and stuff like that. I I think I'm going to make it kind of like part of my personal goal to get more young people to sign up for it. Yeah, they need, I think, yeah, all of these running associations need a younger, they need the younger crew because I think it's kind of like this unsaid known thing that running is not considered a cool sport. And also, I mean, it's cool to us and we made a whole podcast about it. But like, (laughs) you know, and and we're millennials, but like, I think that ultimately it seems to be like this older sport that you get into. And and a lot of these brands are, you know, they struggle to grab the attention of like younger crowds. Gen Z coming up, Gen Alpha, like they're thinking about how do we get these folks to run? And then when you think about these these organizations that have been created, it's like, yeah, they need us. We yeah. need them. They need us. But the thing is, is like, are they reaching out? I don't know. I was, this is a company who did that uh, Seven on Sunday is working with right now. Yeah. That um, wanted us to get some Gen Z runners. And I'm, we was like, we, of course, we was like, all right, we're going to shoot our shot and try because we want to build this relationship with this company. But um, we, we could only find like maybe one or two. Gen Zers and what they're like who at at 21 like unless you were already coming out of college from running track yeah you like don't. you might you trying to club you ain't trying to get up at 7 a.m. on Sundays too because you're gonna be tired run. all the time and your body's gonna be tired all the time like it's it's a mental fatigue it's a physical fatigue and I mean those who I mean y'all know I wish I was know. running at 20 but years at the same been, time there's actually too. a lot to be said about runners who pick up running later in life because they're not wearing down their joints as much yeah so um, we'll get into this and in, in, like you know later in the podcast but um, I was telling Ian that I took the, the Roadrunners Club of America course which is like a I mean RRCA certification for running and um I learned a lot from that. And and there was a runners from like all different backgrounds. Most of them were white. It was me and um Gumbo Fit co-captain Mike and in, in the in the um we were like basically the only black folks. There was another older, like light skinned woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was it. It was just us. And there was about sixty-five students mm-hmm. on Zoom. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. We wow. were the only people of color. Wow. Yeah. And so it's like 
running is such a white sport and it's so interesting because yeah. these folks really don't even they don't even see it because then because like all, some of them want to be coaches some of them take the course just because they want to be a better runner but then when when the instructor asks okay well we start talking about the business of running and then we start talking about like well who who's your you know your demographic the the instructor goes well i don't really like the term demographic and, da, da, da. and i'm just like okay but if you're not being intentional about who you're who you're trying to, to to serve and you're ultimately people attract like right a like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. tracks like so ultimately if you're a white person you're just going to attract other white people and that's what most of these folks are doing and then they say well it's okay i just am serving the community and doing what you know they find me it's fine i i don't i just want i just want to be a generalist this demographics <laughs> i just don't understand the word it's so weird mm. and so it's like that part is really irritating because i'm like you're being exclusive but then trying to hide behind this the bullshit it's of like not, I don't want to be specific, and it's yeah. like it's fine. You don't be specific. That's you. Whatever. Ultimately, though, because we, running, running is a, running is because I, I I see like Courtney's cheeks are starting to turn red. Nah. So, but like <laughs> running is a communal sport, and if you're facilitating running, it's going to be in your community. And so, if it's in your community, if you're and this is me making assumptions about white people, but like. If you're a white person living in a white community, that's the communal running that you're going to do is that. Um, so it's what what needs to happen is like, of course, most of us need to have access to these classes and these resources. And it's super dope because it also help us to better facilitate the running within our communities and stuff like that. Like I'm at the end of the day, me personally, I'm just whatever. Whatever. Yeah, it is whatever. It, it doesn't. I think I'm here what I'm to saying, do no. What, it needs <clears throat> what I'm saying is, it's just that there's just there's a, this little effort to. But you gotta think about make, it. Like, I, I'm not saying it's there. I'm just saying ultimately, I see th- while taking the class, it's just funny to see, you know, how, uh, you know, the lack of diversity really is. Um, of no interest of for people, and that's and that's not to be expected. I'm not surprised. I don't feel any type of way about it. But it's good to just acknowledge the fact that, like, yes, running is a very white sport. But we're working to change that with this podcast, with our community gatherings, um, and and ultimately, it's like, yeah, like white folks, <laughs> white folks gonna be white. Y'all, y'all probably <laughs> have heard me say that many times. Ultimately, that is what it is. So, I mean, when you, it, it, the whole sport is about running with no destination. Like, honestly, like you're literally, you're going somewhere. Ian. It's a mental destination. Okay. Fuck all of that. It's a you're mental like, destination. You're, you're just out here going somewhere <laughs> and, and, and nowhere at the same time and stuff. So it's like, it's just a super leisure sport. But, um, I I don't know, yeah. I don't know. I think uh, I think it's super dope if we could get some more like black running coaches. Yeah, that shit would be fire. It's gonna happen. It's happening. It's happening. So I think and and we should put some pressure on uh, on uh, what's it R C C A R R R R C A. So yeah, like, I mean, on. reach out. Reach out. Yeah, so there's there's all of that. But, okay, again, I'm going to get into the actual course later on. I first want to get in. I think we should get into updates, personal updates. Personal updates? I mean? Because, okay. like, that is one of my updates. And I do, but I actually do want to talk about the course because there's a lot that I learned. Um, but I want to know what, what's going on with you, Ian. What's going on? So, 
if 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 you follow me on IG, you know that when I run, I post about running. So over the winter, I was not posting a lot about running because I was not running a lot. So it was like it was it was more obligational running because it was like you know I have my organizations. There's Gumbo. There's Seven on Sunday. So you know like. I, I was showing up to these runs, you know, being an active participant of the community. But on a Wednesday, I wasn't doing nothing. So recently, I started this training program. Uh, it's a half marathon, it's a ten-week training program. Uh, I don't have a race coming up. It's just to structure running for me because I think once I take the thought out of it, and my only responsibility is to get up, put on some clothes, and do the workout that is there for me. It helps me run more consistently. And so I'm in week three. Yesterday is Tuesday. Tuesdays, Tuesdays. I've been doing two a days on Tuesdays. Yeah, you literally begin. You got two tempo runs in. Listen, 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 listen. I do a morning workout at the 41st Street Bridge. Uh, Seven on Sunday meets up at 6.15 on Tuesdays along with November Project. And we run across the bridge it's uh, strength and conditioning mostly because we do strength exercises on each side of the bridge. And it's like, it's a roughly a three mile run, you know, but it's interval because you do exercises in between. And I, what I will say is yesterday at Track Tuesday, because in the evening I'll go to Gumbo's Track Tuesday and I'll do their track workout with them. But like yesterday, yo, I felt, <laughs> so it was the first time I felt that good in a minute doing a track workout. Like, yeah, I was breathing hard because I was running fast. But at no point in time that I hit a wall, no point in time where I was just dead. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit just felt good. Like, I was charged up after that. I wasn't worn out. I was like, everything, the 800 was cool. And honestly, I ran every, every, like, we did an eight, six, four, six, eight with a, uh, finishing off with 200. Two by fours. Yeah, two by fours. And, um... At no point, like all of them, I ran faster than I intended. It was hard for me to slow the fuck down, honestly. <laughs> but I ran them all faster than I intended. And my, I just feel like my performance was crazy. Yeah. And it's, I feel like the work that I've done in these last three weeks mm-hmm. has been quicker than any other re-up. Because my bad habit, my toxic running trait is post-marathon, Barely running. Yeah. And stuff like that. And so I lose so much of what I build up during training season. Mm -hmm. I lose so between November and March. I've lost so much of it. Mm -hmm. What I've learned is you never lose speed. Aaron always says that to me. You never lose speed because your body remembers how fast it goes. What you lose is your lungs. You lose Mm -hmm. your stamina. And stuff. Yep. And and even just the mechanics of running and stuff like that. Because it just took me a while for my body to just get used to the motion of running again. But yeah, yo, I, I'm feeling real, 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 real good. Good. I'm loving it. This shit is amazing. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, that To me, that's like my one big ass update for running for me is the fact that like I'm I'm in it. Yeah. I'm super in it and I feel fucking amazing. I've been running in Brooks lately, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Brooks, you you said it yourself. They're rated been. top. top they are rated. number one. They are number one. I they still so do not agree. They they <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Like 
the Nike joints are sexier. I ain't gonna stunt. Like I, I, I talked to Brooks and AJ. Like yes, yes, Nike makes better looking shoes. But what I will say is that the I've been because I wanna, as y'all know, I got own a running store, and it's really important for me to be able to service my customers the best way that I can. And so having personal experience with the things that I sell in the store is really important to me. And Nike, I've been running. I'm going to run in every Nike shoe. I have run in every Nike shoe since the Pegasus 34, since I started working for Nike. And uh, right now I am doing my doing my due diligence to build up as much personal experience in the Brooks, running in different scenarios so I can have that conversation with my customers and understand where they're coming from when they're telling me their stories. Right. Shit's fire. I have enjoyed the ghost. I have enjoyed the glycerin. It's just pure comfort for my feet. They're not designed to necessarily make you go faster. They are designed, they're designed for you to enjoy the run. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay, so, the, uh, well, I'll give my update. Yes, please, please. <laughs> I, I've been waiting on her update. I've been wanting to know about her update. I'm like sitting up here sipping on this 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 pink ass juice right now. Like I, I feel like this should be in a styrofoam cup with some ice, but it's just filled with like BCAAs, some collagen, and some fiber and stuff. Cause I'm recovering. Talk about We're getting it. rid of this tummy. Okay, because That's, okay, can we pause? That's Ian's number one thing. You yeah. gonna hear Ian talk about this? Listen. Non-stop. <laughs> those who know know that I have a body goal. You I gotta have, look. You got a body. To re- Let's yeah, just talk listen. about it. You got a body. Okay. It's, okay. You know what I mean. <laughs> You're right. Ian got body. You're right. Yes. Yes. And I, <laughs> I serve it up every summer. Okay. You get by all summer, <laughs> but like I have, I have a goal. It's been a struggle, but I feel like this. Actually, okay. Before you go to your, your, yeah, your yeah. date, before you go, I'm to your, patient. Your date. It's okay. Okay. You, you, okay. We gotta hear about Ian. Cause you know? like, <laughs> <laughs> you go tell you about him. <laughs> Whatever. I have no time. roasting me yet. And it was roasting me yesterday at track. But um, no, like my Achilles heel with my weight loss journey. Cause I've been on this weight loss journey for maybe, maybe seven or eight years. And my biggest loss that I made was like maybe like. Five years ago, yeah, about five years ago when I lost like like 20, 25 pounds. I used to be like 250, 248 and mm-hmm. stuff. And then I dropped down to like 230, 225, between 230 and 220 and stuff. And so that's most of that's mostly where I've been until I started running. Cause usually race day, um my race day weight is like around two hundred. But then of course afterwards I build it back up. Then you go and eat pizza. Uh, like the entire two seasons after a marathon. <laughs> but my Achilles heel is not what I'm eating. It's how I eat and I overeat because I have an emotional attachment to food. Feel it. Yeah. And it's, it's, I eat happy, bored, sad, mad, whatever. That's like good. if it's an extreme emotion, I literally feel a hole in my stomach that needs to be filled. Mm. And so I feel like this year I've done such, I've, I've, I don't even know, but it's, I've, I'm getting control over my appetite. I'm getting control over my portions. I'm learning how to say no more to food. And it, it oh my God, I just feel like this year I'm going to achieve things. You're going to break new boundaries. I'm going to fucking achieve things. Yeah. You know, I wish you luck and I support you. Let me know if I can help in any way. 
Thank you, because um, you, you know your boy will pay model now. You know, I, I ain't going to speak too much yeah, on you it. You're going to see it know. when it drops. You, you know, gotta see the content when it drops. Just pay attention. Listen, That's all we gotta know, say. You know, Courtney ain't the only model on the podcast no more, y'all. <laughs> we can get into that on another podcast. <laughs> if you follow my Instagram, you see it for yourself. Don't bother me, okay? Um, yeah. But tell me what's up with you. So since our last recording, I took a week off with my family, and my family would be my fiance Matthew, and then my brother. Uh, I can get into that too. Maybe in the, I mean, y'all let us know if you really want to know because yeah, you've been like lives. you can't keep kicking cans down the road. What do you like, you'll say something like, "I'll, I'll elaborate more." It's like to be continued well, with look, every conversation. Here, I'll give a brief little like spiel on on the situation. Basically, so my brother he he's uh, twenty six. He lives with Matthew and I. I am his formal. Uh, I am formal. I am his like his guardian. Um, uh, his legal guardian, to be exact. And he has a disability. He had, he had um, um, a brain tumor when he was three. It uh, and it affected um, like his motor skills and. So he just needs help. I mean, he, I mean, he ultimately he's in a weird. We t- Matthew and I talk about this all the time. He's in a very weird place as someone that is differently able because he is very independent in many ways. Oh yeah, he's he a grown can, ass man. He's a grown man, but then at the <laughs> same time, and this is where the frustration really comes in for him and for us. But we are dealing with it as a family, getting through it together. Is that he is not completely cognitive cognitively aware of everything he needs help with problem solving um and like thinking through the things that he wants to do just being aware of his surroundings Mm -hmm. that's where he needs help like he couldn't actually be like he he can't really be out here just living by himself you know what i mean yeah he needs something but it's like i prefer but assistant living even like people don't really give him the attention that he needs because he he comes across as a lot more able than he is so then yeah. i don't think he um oh no i don't think he yeah. necessarily needs to be an assistant living yeah program, but, but he needs to be he needs assistance in living yeah yeah, yeah that's what i was saying yeah. <laughs> yeah so and that's what matthew and i provide he's been with us for about two three years now three years i think all together now so i mean it's definitely been an adjustment for us but we're we we make it work and we're you know continuing to figure out the best ways to serve him to serve us it you know y'all need to follow him on instagram my yeah, man's arms is fucking crazy he's i worked yeah. out with him okay that's a grown-ass <laughs> man i just want y'all to know yeah i ain't playing no games in the gym what the rock say he be uh, uh slanging and banging yeah his art i mean he's very strong yes very very strong he and, got body yeah I, <laughs> he yeah and and I, also he too it's like he really is also like very handsome. So like he, yeah, like I've been trying to help him with his style recently and his fits recently. I'm like, bruh, I got him some new Nikes, you know, for the leisure, for the just every the, day. The post, the He's post haircut nice. photos. He's looking nice. The post haircut photos. Yeah, he loves it. But he, I followed him on IG. He was like, yeah, my man's out of that. I just hooked up the line. Like, the way he loves his barber. I'm like, bro, you too cool for yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you know what I mean? We're both from, so me and my brother are from Minnesota originally. And so, but he grew up uh, like in rural Minnesota. So barbers like that were nowhere to be found. So when he came to Chicago, I said, let's let's hook it up. Let's find you a barber you actually like. And so we found uh, Tredarius. And he, shout out him. Shout out T. Um, and, uh, you know, we drive all the way up, up north, north and west. Oh, wow. <laughs> we drive. I make a hike. 
so that Russell can oh, see. Oh, you take you take your brother to the shop. See his barber that love he loves. It. Okay, love the commitment is real. The love is real. So, anyways, if you want to hear more about that, you know, write in a question or two, whatever. DM me, whatever. I'm trying to be a little bit more open about it, you know. But it is what it is. Um, uh, either way. Um, other than so, we as a family have decided for the first time we're like let's go on a family trip. <laughs> Matthew really wanted to go to the Southwest. We were both all of us. Matthew and I are both really interested in like national parks, mm. and you know, just like I have recently been getting into hiking, kind of as like a cross training yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, like I'm just trying to see. Okay, I want to make sure that I'm active, but I don't always want to run all the time. Of course, you know, you know. Uh, trying to mix it up. Also, you know, eventually get into a little bit more swimming and stuff like that. But that's another conversation. Let's go. I'm not trying to kick another open, can down the road, but we water. will get into that. Open water swimming. We doing it. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, so we, so, so Matthew really was like, all right, uh, let's go to Zion. You know, he saw kind of a, he planned a route. And so what we did is we flew into Las Vegas and Russell, he loved Las Vegas. That was his vibe. He could have stayed there the whole trip. <laughs> <laughs> he could have just been like, bye, y'all. See you when you get back. Oh, my God. He was like, I, he was living his best life when he saw Vegas. And he, like, made sure he got a shirt. Like, I got a shirt, too. But he was like, yeah. I love it. Great. And then we rented a car. So we spent, we rented a car in Vegas and then, like, spent some time in the Strip just to, like, have that experience. But we didn't spend the night there. We actually ended up driving three hours into uh, Utah. Mm-hmm. where Zion National Park is. And we stayed in this small, rural little town called uh, Orderville, Utah. Oh, and wow. it's, yeah, it's an hour. No, it's 30 minutes away from Zion National Park and then an hour from Bryce. Mm-hmm. And so we went to Zion. We like stayed three nights and we stayed at this like resort type thing that had camping, but it was like glamping. Mm-hmm. And we stayed in this tent that had like two uh, queen size beds, a kitchen and then like a full bathroom. But then it's still outside because like the tent's kind of like on an elevated platform. Mm-hmm. But air still coming in because it was cold that night. You know, we had like, it, it has electricity. <laughs> so we had the heaters going, but it's very much of a glamp experience. Yeah, and yeah. then we had like a barbecue and a fire pit. So we did s'mores and that was really great. Zion National Park is one of the most beautiful places that I've ever seen. And I know there's a lot of beautiful places. I know that I, I've been, I've traveled a lot. I've been to a lot of diff- different places in the world. And I know that there's a lot of beautiful places, but I'm saying if you have the opportunity to go to Zion, please go. Do yourself a favor because wow. I every time I just like open my eyes. Because you drive into the park, you pay like $35 and that gives you a week pass. You mm-hmm. can go several times in a day. You can go anytime during that week time frame. All you got to do is show your receipt. Right, right. And so you can go on different hikes. You can just go to an overlook. You can just drive. Right. It. Like you could do whatever you want and there's official hikes and then there's unofficial hikes. We did an unofficial hike, which was just like an overlook. That's kind of like some of the pictures that I posted. Um, but and again, going back to like Russell, this kind of like showed us, gave us an idea of like what totally we can do with him. So we right. would Matthew and I would wake up early in the morning, go on a hike ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then later we'd come back you know, take a nap or whatever, get situated. And then we would take Russell out and then he would see like more just like a, we would just kind of stop on the side of the road, take photos, or we'd just go to like an easy walk up overlooked mm-hmm. type situation All right. because he doesn't have the balance and coordination really to like do a full hike. Of course. And of course, it gets gosh. dangerous. It gets yeah. very dangerous. I really wanted to do, um, 
before anybody writes in and just says, oh, did you go to Angel's Angel Peak and stuff? Yeah, I looked it. I looked it up. And I, I honestly, I'll, I'm, I'm going to show this to Ian so that he can get an idea. Um, but this it's a very Angel's Peak in. Yeah, look up Angel's Peak. In Zion National Park, because that hike, people take their dogs, people take their kids, but it is dangerous. People fall and die. Oh, wow. And I'm not even joking, not even exaggerating. And like and and it's like um, it's Angels like Angels Landing. Angels Landing. Yeah. So like but like when you walk it, it's a lot of it is like they have a railing. But if you let go of the railing, you'd fall off the side of the cliff. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And so How like you take your kids. In? Right. People talk about their kids. I had the guy who helped. Um, Cause we did UTVs as well in Arizona. The the guy. I would never take juice. Juice is too fucking clumsy. Right. I, I, but like even throughout Zion, I mean, I think we saw people bring their babies. Like on like the, we didn't do Angels Landing just because I was down, but Matthew was not. <laughs> he was like, you know what? You're clumsy, and I don't want to see you die. I said, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just fine. And like, I was like, what is the problem? And then there's also uh, the river walk because the, I think, uh, oh. yes. And that is like, you're submerged in the water. You have to walk in oh, the river. You, and then yes. you're like, and then it's like the, like the whole canyon and like all that shit like around you. And I would do a river walk. Yeah. So that's something, these are things that we're going to go back to. Like, I think if anything, this, this trip was an opportunity to just generally see what what the situation was. Right. You know what I mean? Also, traveling while black, I need to make sure I feel safe. You know what I mean? I wasn't trying to get too adventurous the first time because I'm not trying to get caught up. Wired up with some children at the corner. Yeah, I'm not trying to get caught up. I just was trying to stay within my comfort zone because if I was white, I would be out there doing whatever, whatever does matter. But like, white folks are crazy. And I'm going to continue to say this and I don't care if you're white and listen to this and feel offended because it's the truth. Okay? (laughs) History speaks for itself. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be caught out in Utah looking crazy, you know? So, like, no. Um, So, ultimately, um, these are things that I have to keep in mind. We have to keep in mind as a family because, I I mean, those who saw my Instagram story, like, shortly after, it's like, we were the only black family we saw the entire time we were in Utah. Mm. Other than Bryce Canyon. Other than Bryce Canyon. I'll I'll, (laughs) I'll give that as, as, as like, a little little exception because there was maybe two other groups of black folks, but there Uh, was no more than seven or eight all yeah. together that we saw. Yeah. In the did y'all like exchange numbers just case some shit went down? We didn't even look at each other because it was as if we, <laughs> if we did, people would assume we were together. It was that. It was that. And I felt so, I was like, wow, we're really doing this. Y'all really just not, you're not acknowledging us. I'm just, you know, it was very much yeah. like, <laughs> just passing Yeah, because you know everyone would have been like, oh, look at this big old black group of folks. <laughs> Because there was no more than like 10 of us all together. That is hilarious. Yeah, so I, you know, very crazy. (laughs) Don't make our contact. Don't, we're not together. Because we cannot make these white folks think that we're together because they will think that we're together. Yeah, so we had to just pretend like we didn't see each other. Um, (laughs) A shame. So, yeah, I, so these are things, you know, and I think that anybody, because I had a lot of people DM me while, while, while I was in Utah talking about, oh, you should do this and you should do that. Or, you know, and it's like, first of all, we had Russell with us. Second of all, I'm black. You're not. My experience is different. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to come back. Yeah, because now I know. But yeah. I'm not, again, going to get caught up in a situation that makes me feel unsafe. Period. That's, I don't you know, because like, I, that's wild that you even thought about that while you was out there because, 
I would like I just would have been doing shit. Well, that's what we were doing. I'm not going to say that like, okay, the angels peak landing thing. That was Matthew just being scary. Yeah. like No, I get you. Like I probably wouldn't done that shit either (laughs) out of fear. But like just the concept of like, you know what I'm saying? Like being afraid of putting myself in a situation where I might be in a precarious situation with other white people. Like, I don't know if I ever thought about that. Let me say this. I brought my running shoes, but I did not go running. Okay. Because I did not feel comfortable running, running by yourself. down the street. Yeah. Oh, okay. You feel me? Yeah. Like, it, it was kind of it, stuff it, like that. Not, yeah, I get it. It's called you know Order I mean? Town. It's yeah. called Order Town. Yeah. And, okay. and on top it's of that, it's like everyone was very nice to us. Yeah. But like when we went like to the grocery store, like we went to the grocery store there a couple times. And one of the times there was this fa- this, this, this family there and the, the dad was staring at us with so much like dislike and like disapproval. You could tell just in his eyes. He was shaking his head. He was just like. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. We got we to throw the whole grocery yeah. store away now. <laughs> yeah. And so, and, but the thing is, is, it's not like I don't, I'm surprised. It's not like I don't expect these things. But ultimately, again, it's not like we weren't not like we were just, you know, moving in groups. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to allow Russell to just go out and walk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wasn't just about to go out and go do something that by myself. Yeah, you know, like you. we we need to stay stick together as a family. And but a lot of that is just like smart travel, you know, common sense. No matter where you are. But when you're black, no. I mean, yeah, I brought my running shoes, but I was. I as soon as we got in into Utah, I was like, I'm not running. No, right? Nah, no, I'm not running. I'm There's not no running. way because where, where would I go? Is Utah white mecca? It's. Whitey, white, white, white. And and I'm saying this again, that because I, I mentioned this as well, like on my social media that like there's a lot of even there's a lot of words about Native Americans in Utah. Yeah. Didn't see not one Native American. Oh, yeah. No. Nah. So like, yeah. They all in like Nevada and Arizona, right? Exactly. Because of the reservations. But yeah. even like I think some of the reservations go into Utah a little bit. But in at least in Arizona, I didn't have to be at the reservation to see Native American people. Yeah. yeah. You know? So like that was just, you know, and that's something for me is very interesting because it's like white folks have really taken over this whole area of the West (laughs) completely. You know what I mean? They talked about Native Americans because there was Native Americans who lived there before they were exterminated. Yeah. (laughs) Before we killed them all. Um, This is and then also like random wooden statues of Native Americans, you know, stuff like that. So, um, again, I'm not going to say that I feared for my life. That's not what I'm saying. All uh, I'm saying is this is just like this added level. You know, of, you got to be cautious. Ultimately, I'm cautious anywhere I travel that is new. Uh-huh. And the next time I go out there, I, it won't be new as much. So right. then I know what to expect. I might do a little bit of other things, you know. But for the most part, we stuck nah, to ourselves. I'm a I'm a blonde in a horror movie. I just be. Okay, good for you. I just be like aimlessly. Yeah, good for you. And shit. But you're not. But I would say too, you're also not a woman. Okay. So that's also that. ultimately it doesn't matter where this I'm facts. at. I'm always going to be like, this is a new place. I don't know these people. It doesn't matter. I could be in Chicago still. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm not going to be out here just out here. I mm-hmm. went running the other day, last two weeks ago, out of the out of last lap, and I was like, I don't have my watch. Is that safe? Oh yeah, you did say that. Yeah. You did so say like, that. it's just ultimately, I'm always kind of like, that. it's not again. It's not like I fear for my life. It's just a constant state of being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really what it is. That's wild. And then it gets elevated when I'm in places that I really don't know. That's so, wild. anyways, 
Then we drove from, we stayed at this tent and then we moved and stayed at a little, like a little tiny home, which is part of the same reservation, like not reservation resort, mm-hmm. but it had a washer and dryer. So we cleaned our clothes. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? Think about the, you know, cause we were ultimately the trip is like five nights, six days. And so then from there we drove into Arizona and saw uh, horseshoe bend, which is basically, it's basically, I know it's not exactly, but it, it's basically the start of the Grand Canyon. Okay. Basically. Cool. Um, and so, cause it like just starts slightly further North or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and the, cause the Colorado river runs through the grand Canyon. Yep. Yep. The which, Colorado river created the grand Canyon. Yeah, exactly. Water is really powerful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Water is fucking amazing. Cause a little trickle of water can just do, do. Yeah. Cause that's something, especially with Bryce Canyon, that's something that we, quickly learned is that like the whole reason for the canyon is like water and then like cold weather expanding contracting a lot of that is uh sandstone so it's like if you rub on it it literally turns to sand you know yeah so it's like it's very like all that stuff is continuously deteriorating from itself so it's it's very interesting um yeah so yeah and then with the colorado river though something again it's like i didn't we didn't do everything because we still were just kind of be like okay what is it like out here what are the opportunities what are the excursions that are available um ultimately we just wanted to see everything first Mm-hmm. Um, but we're coming, we're going back. Um, and so then with, um, we learned when we were out at Horseshoe Bend, you know, you could, you could do, um, a kayaking trip. That's like a five day kayaking trip down the Colorado river. Wow. Yeah. So like, that's something that would be really cool to do. Yeah. <clears throat> but again, these so are things. You, so you just kayak along the river and, and you then like tent. you bring a tent and tent. You can literally camp at horseshoe bend because when you like when you look down on it they had like so what y'all do for food like y'all fish no (laughs) we just um we ate well no my bad i meant like if you were like oh oh, you probably have to bring i would probably bring a lot of like protein powders a lot of like snacks especially vegan stuff um and you you mean you stop and there's probably like you can probably go into town oh okay yeah so yeah i think there's a lot of that um i'm not a true camper so i don't know (laughs) I mean, glad do some le- yeah. legit camping. But the thing is, is like, I'm glad that we made it a general trip because that can't, that kayaking trip, for example, is very specific. You know, I wouldn't want to do that first because I first want to see, yeah, see yeah. everything. So um, now from there, we went on UTVs, which was amazing. It was great. You know what I mean? Whipping through the sand in the desert. <laughs> that was my thing. I was the one that was like, can we please do an excursion? Please. That's my type of fun. And so Matthew, again, he's very, he's very, you know, he's cautious. He's He's very cautious. But once he got behind the wheel, he had a great time. That's awesome. Yeah. And then from there, we drove down to uh, Page, Arizona. No, that was, that is where we were. But we drove Flagstaff is where we stayed to go to um, the Grand Canyon. And again, it's $35 to get into everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Horseshoe Bend, I think, was ten. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, uh, that's Bright, cheap. Bryce Canyon again was thirty-five. That's but, cheap. Yeah, so like ultimately you're paying, you know, and so then you get into the Grand Canyon. That's thirty-five dollars too, and then we. How did, much cost of flying to Utah? Good question. I don't remember. I think yeah. the round trip was. Well, we well we we flew into Nevada and then we flew out of. Phoenix. Oh, okay. I don't remember what the round trip was. All right. Sounds, but I mean, if you guys are like interested the, in like these- the solid baby mama trip. <laughs> and she been asking to go somewhere. 
I mean, it was definitely a a a, a good a good family investment. You know, if y'all really are interested in the pricing, I can actually get. You know, I'm trying to be more open, especially with like if we're gonna do a, a vlog situation, people appreciate that transparency, and I'm totally open to that. Um, but the um, with the Grand Canyon, definitely go hiking. Don't just go and stand and look. You know, if you're really about it, go on that hike. Because the yeah. hike that we went on was really great. It was a kebab hike, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's 70,000 feet down or something like that. Or se- not, I'm sorry, 17. Like, I said, whoa. I didn't say, I, I like mumbled that. And I know it sounded like 70. I was trying one seven. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, um, but it, it's, because uh, that's what the sign said. But um, it basically is. But it's not suggested that you go all the way down to the river and back in one day because the elevation difference is crazy. So unless you're like very, very fit, you're not supposed to. Oh, wow. But people do it anyways. And the way I saw people just trotting down that motherfucking canyon. That's wild. I like honestly. So it's like if you go down there to the river, stay and then come back. Yeah, like spend the night. Um, people camp because you honestly you can camp in the canyon but you have to get a permit and the permits go fast so now everybody can get a permit but then people think that that's cool to hike right and so then they just and it's easy to go down because it's like walking down is you're walking downstairs basically and there's twists and turns stuff like that but you have to remember you are going to come back up and also if you didn't get there early in the day you're about to hit high heat midday mm, right that's correct. so then you have the sun beating down you down on you and in arizona at high noon, you're getting like that day that we went, it was like 90 degrees, 85, 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. And there's no, like little to no shade. That's correct. And there's people, grown ass men, just <sighs> <laughs> on the side, just like dying. Volunteer. Literally, there was a volunteer that uh, came up to me afterwards and was like, Did you see anybody on the trail that, um, like look like they needed help. Like they li- every day they get people who get stuck on the trail and then they have to get like picked up because they're, people they're aren't being safe. Extra. They're being extra. They're not being safe. They don't care. Like it's actually like a problem. Yeah, I'm gonna actually tell y'all right now how how much of it. it's. Sorry, not seventeen, y'all. It's five thousand foot elevation. That was an exaggeration. I'd be exaggerated. See, that's yeah. why I'd be looking it up. Sounds like Mount Everest is like 30,000 feet. So. <laughs> I said 17. Dang, five. You said 70,000. I didn't say 70. I mumbled it and I knew it came out as like it sounded 70. You know, you guys, you can deal with it. Okay? <laughs> Clown me, I don't care. Sin of the world. That's what you walk into. <laughs> 5,000 foot elevation. And I so we it. did, I think, so we went about halfway down and we did uh, 1,700 feet so and that was a five mile round trip that's legit so and that also even coming up from that i was having a hard time really matthew i don't know what he is but uh, running comes easy hiking came easy like i was coming up behind him and he was just like and he was like sprinting and i'm like can we just slow down i'm trying to get my heart rate down like i was like i have my garmin with me i was trying to matthew reserves all of his energy he does not expend in any energy Throughout regular life. So when it's time to do active things, it's like a still got a battery pack. I don't even, I don't get it. I really don't. So he, yeah, he was sprinting back up like it was nothing. And that we had to go two and a half miles up. And so that was just like, yeah. And I was, you know what I mean? Because you're really not getting as much oxygen per breath. So I was like, 
Yeah, we didn't do one man. Shit. I was like, ooh, I'm really just not really getting any air. Um, yeah, and <laughs> like so and people just and I'm on my way up and people are just like oh this is great you know did you go all the way down I'm like no I didn't go all the way down are you going all the way down are you insane <laughs> what is wrong with you jeez that is too much that is too much that trip sound like amazing like I I, I didn't even have like anything to say during your story because it was like my fucking god I need to do this you this do. sounds amazing yeah and honestly uh, your kids would love it yeah. You could bring even like even that trail that I was talking about with the Grand Canyon. People had people had their babies in little things behind on their back with a little like a uh, awning. Oh, August ain't August ain't for this. August no. would be like I'll just be like, no, no, dad, <laughs> let's go. This is too much, too much sun. Uh uh-uh, uh, daddy. August, he would need a he would need a cap. He would need sunglasses. <laughs> a vi- like August, August ain't for. <laughs> All of that extra shit. He is like not playing. I feel like, um, uh, but your older son, Julius, I feel like he might enjoy it. Uh, but like, honestly, the way that people would bring that, like, and I'm and I'm just saying this again because it really was surprising to me. The way that like the family, I'm talking about babies. Yeah, I would not take August. Down. I would not take August. 5,000 foot elevation. Yeah. And I'm like, is that, I don't know, is that safe? You're staying, with, you're staying with your grandma. August, I don't know. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not. And then honestly, Julius, like I would have to tie a rope to both of us because I would just be afraid of him <laughs> he fought, yeah. falling, doing something. Uh, Julius, uh, no. Well, I think too, it was very interesting because like even on, because I was talking, you know, with Angel's Landing, um, that's obviously very sketchy as far as like the room to walk. But even this like, uh, Kaibab Trail and Grand Canyon. It's like, I mean, there's space, but ultimately the cliff's right there. It's right there. That's not crazy. <laughs> you know, so you're you, stressing me out. Yeah, you're stressing <laughs> like, me out. So I can't even stand. it's real it's, beautiful. I suggest it. I think if y'all have any other questions, I know we're gonna we 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 have an email now, right? Oh shit, we do. We got an yeah. email for uh for listener letters. Yeah. You feel me, huh? Let me pull it up because I also don't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, I think what we could do is like one, read out some people's just like thoughts, and then also if you have any questions, maybe we could do like a different set. Like we can do two, where it's just kind of like if you have a question, you know, email us. If you just have a random thought, email us. If you just want to correct us, leave us alone. No, yeah, I no, know I'd be I mean exaggerating. Ian be exaggerating too. So just zero relax. Correction. We will correct ourselves eventually. Yes. Okay. Because no people fact. love Shouts to be like, to um, that's incorrect. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I gotta pull up the email. I don't remember the email on top of my head. But listen, yo, actually, this is an amazing time to remind you to subscribe. Yeah. Rate. Okay. Leave a comment. You feel me? Like these things are essential to podcast building, building yeah. and stuff like that, getting out to more people. So the more y'all give us five stars. The more you comment in the comment section on Apple, Spotify, whatever you use, um, the better. It, it, it'll, it'll look out. It'll do us mad justice. And if you make a comment, we'll definitely read that yeah. on air. And the way my computer is happening, it's running. We can let them know. Ultimately, you can just check our uh, description. It'll have it in there. Um, I'll say just one last thing about my trip. When we hit the Grand Canyon, before we even got to the trail, there was this uh, one black woman that we saw. And she was running. Like, and she looked like an athlete, athlete. Yeah. Like, she was getting it. And honestly, some people run that trail. 
we saw like you run down and then you I mean, you kind of slowly run back up. Yeah. Because so, and if you're used to it, that's totally fine. And I like honestly, next time I'm going there, I'm going all the way down, all the way back in one day. It's fine. Like I, I really feel like I could do it. I just didn't want to die the first time. Of course. I just want to yeah. see. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's better safe than sorry. So, but yeah, that's a lot. That's an exercise that a lot of people do. They actually just run down, run back up. Yeah. And no, that's as, as a runner, probably makes you like your lungs. Yeah. On a whole different level. And then on top of that, I heard somebody else on their way down talk about how. It was a guide, because uh, uh, a lot of rich folks come out there, and then they like pay per, like for private guides and stuff. Of course, it was. Um, and the guy was telling the people that she was uh, leading the couple that there's this woman who went down, like did the what I don't know. It was like went down and back, and then down and back in within 24 hours or 23 hours, and like. And that was like her workout. Like she, you know, that's what she likes to do. And it's a, it's like a ten, it's like a ten mile round trip. That's wild. Yeah, but it's like twenty miles with that elevation change. Yeah, crazy. No. Crazy. Not at all. Yeah. No, no. That's a different type of fitness. Yes, that's. You know, <laughs> what is she training yeah. for? Yeah, and then there's some people who will go the entire rim, come back. Like that's their workout. Mm. Yeah. Like my hair hurt. Yeah. I don't have no time. Yeah. Because no look at, here, read, read this on the back of my shirt. Let's say Grand Canyon, 277 miles long, 18 miles wide, one mile deep. Yeah. That's the Grand Canyon. That's legit. We should run the Grand Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> well, not the, the not 18. the 200 miles. Yeah. The 18 mile wide part, we yeah. should, oh, we can't run across. That doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, it's like. Unless you're alone. It, I don't know. So, but I've heard just people go from rim to rim. I don't know how long it takes. I don't think it takes a day. I, I don't know if it takes a day. I mean, people are crazy. But What's rim to rim? Like start to finish? South rim, north rim. I have no sense. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, you can like hike the rim. Okay. Or you could hike down. Sure. But that is crazy because it's one mile down, but you're going zigzag so much. Ah, uh, yeah. That, that that's how we got ended up with so five if you fall, miles. It's one mile down. Yeah, it's but one if mile. you walk <laughs> If you walk it, it's about like ten. Yeah. If you fall, your ass so, PR in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Just I wild. love it. Yeah. I love it, man. That sounds like so okay. So let's um um uh, I want to talk about uh, some. I don't listen, guys. Okay, we recording these episodes um, at the time that we're recording. Nobody knows that we're recording them. No one even knows that we're doing a podcast. Really. Exactly. So when you get it is when you get it. Not ready for this fire. You feel me? But so this may or may not be relevant when it drops. But we're actually Seven on Sundays is doing an an event called. Uh, Everesting the 41st Street Bridge, okay? It's a blue bridge uh, that goes over Lakeshore Drive and uh, our amazing, amazing runner, Rosalie, uh, who is unnecessarily comfortable with just doing math for random shit, mm-hmm. um, did the math on the elevation for the bridge. And it will take 454 laps to equal the elevation of Mount Everest. That's unnecessary. Yes, yes, yes. That's what she did. She's also <laughs> uh, slightly evil. So we're going to do a communal run, okay? It's collective run. We're trying to get 36 people together to do roughly seven miles. That's back and forth on the bridge, okay? From one side to the other to equal up to the elevation of Mount Everest. We're going to do it in the evening so that way... 
uh, it's cooler and stuff like that. Um, by the time we done, it should be the, the sun should have gone down. It should be like maybe about an hour or so before they start doing fireworks at Navy Pier. So we might be doing some grilling and Wait, stuff this is like of that. No, nah, this is uh we, you know they Day? do um they do fireworks all through the summer. And so this is gonna be on a Saturday. Oh and uh yeah, so no, it's uh gonna be the twenty sixth of June. Okay, so and I so, should come. Yeah, no, definitely you should actually sign up and run it. Okay. You should run it. You should definitely run it. Um, so that's June 26th. So you'll probably hit this podcast for then. If there are spots, go sign up. If not, come out, especially if, um, if you're not familiar with the running community and you want to get into running or you run by yourself and just are tired of that shit. Yeah. This would be a great event to come meet a lot of people that's within both of our organizations and then both of our run crews. And then uh, just see, you know, what the atmosphere like. Come talk shit, join us and stuff like that. Um, but it's it's going to be fun. And honestly, like, I'm going to need cheering. I'm going to need some kind of energy because it's... I, I do three miles on this bridge every Tuesday, okay? Mm-hmm. That's tough. So another additional four miles. It's not going to be hard, crazy hard. I've done harder things, but it's, it's not going to be smooth, okay? Well... I will consider. Is what day is it? Uh, it's going to be on a Saturday evening, June twenty sixth. Okay, damn. June twenty sixth. I'm going on a trip like just four days later. I'm about to be like, I'm not here. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Your ass is here. Sign up. I'm gonna drop the Google form in your text ah, message. Yeah. Sign up. All it's right. gonna be fun as hell. Okay. It's well, gonna be fun. Uh, okay. Okay. That's, I mean, that's good to know. I think, I mean, a lot is going to be ramping up this summer. And I know that, like, ultimately, it's it's going to be a fun, fun time. Yeah. For running, it's going to be crazy. So, you already know, man. Follow, follow Gumbo Fit. Follow Seven on Sundays. Like, it's, 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 this summer is going to be probably the best summer I've had since college. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Some cool. Crazy summers in college, but like, I'm I'm excited. I'm super excited about this summer and stuff like that. Um, you got anything else? Well, I was gonna say I can really quickly get into the training, the RRCA training. Oh fuck yeah! Do you have Let's any go. questions? Um, I not off the top of my head, but Do you just hop just know? in. Okay, yeah. So okay, the reason why I feel like it's important to bring up is because RRCA stands for Road Runners Club of America. And they do courses. What? Why are you laughing? Yo, America. Not mine. <laughs> Listen, mind you, I ended my day of work yesterday mm-hmm. watching I Am Not Your Negro and Samuel Jackson was the narrator of it. it Listen, I, I did leave work. You bring in the energy. A little, a little, just a little anti, a little anti, a little anti-white and stuff. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, that's all I heard in the back of my mind was Samuel Jackson's voice when you said you're America. America. Uh, well, so yeah, so it's the Runners Club, Road Runners Club of America, and they have courses. And I think there's like a course one and a course two, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, it's a two day course, and they do it on the weekends. And it's um, something that you sign up to. Like some people signed up just because they want to become better runners. Some people mm-hmm. signed up because they actually want to be trainers and they're very interested. They have a community. They're looking to 
create or grow a community. Um, everyone kind of had their own reasons. Um, and obviously for me with Gumbo Fit, I just want to make sure that like I'm, I can answer people's questions if they have any. And I also want to become a better runner myself. So this really gave me a well-rounded understanding, uh, beginner understanding, I should say, because there is a level two of the course of like just fundamentals of running, which I valued so much and I knew I was going to get something out of it but I got more than I really could have ever expected mm. and I and this is why I wanted to bring it up because it's like if you're interested in something like this and you're a person of color especially mm. might be something to look into because there's a wait list some people wait very long time some people waited eight months eight ten months a year or more to get in um shout out shouts out to Nike for helping us with that but I um yeah, so you the course was Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5. Oh, shit, that's all day. All day. That's all day. All damn day. No, excuse me, 10 to 5. That's crazy. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> You're supposed to learn everything about coaching runners and, like... <sighs> two days yeah and so and i'm trying to think if it even was 10 to 5 because it might have been 10 to 7 because we were two hours behind and i uh, think it was 8 to 5 for everybody on the west coast and it was 10 to 7 for me oh yeah shit. so i'm like actually it was longer <laughs> it was the longest freaking course of my life and then you had to wake up and do it again the next day the next day was a little easier than the first day, but I like that's the part where I was like, oh, this is gonna be hard. Like I'm, you know, my attention span. You know, they better give us breaks. You know, what I'm talking? they was talking about thirty minute lunch. I was like, oh, what? Excuse me. A thirty minute. Yeah. Lunch. So I was really, you know, kind of tight at first, uh, and you know, but ultimately they really discussed like they went into um, like. Uh, to the technicalities of running. They talked about like muscles. They talk about um, just like, uh, you know, trying to like when you need to, I'm, I'm forgetting my words right now, but like when you are uh, going into a new climate and you need to like, um, what is the term? Why am I, why am I missing up my words right now? Like, uh, you know, when like, say if you go like somewhere that has high elevation, right? Okay, it's yeah. going to take a while for you to get used to that. Acclimation. Acc thank you. Acclimation. Yeah. And like talking about like, if you're going to go do a destination run, like a lot of people know this, but a lot of people don't like you should run that race the day after you arrive and mm. then go sightseeing. People talk about that all the time, but it's actually, it takes you a very, very long time to acclimate to a new climate. Mm -hmm. um, and I think ultimately it takes like a full six to eight weeks if you want to do it the right way. So for you, for t so when you're at, like, if you want to do it the right way, Obviously, for some people, they probably are like, no, nah, yeah, I, I just need a couple stay, days. I can't stay in Boston no, for like six right. weeks. That's why you go, you fly in that night and then you run Boston in the morning. Gotcha. You don't, you don't come in a couple days earlier. You gotcha. literally fly in, then run, then enjoy the city. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't matter if you're going at whatever, you know, Florida, whatever. So, gotcha. um, things like that. Talking about slow, uh, slow twitch and fast twitch muscles. Uh, slow twitch muscles are have more blood in them. And so like, that's what you convert a lot of your muscles to that when you're becoming a long distance runners. But then when you like think about uh, sprinters, they have a lot of fast twitch muscles, which are more white. Mm -hmm. They have less blood in them and they can just, and like that is what helps them be fast. Mm -hmm. But then that they hate running slow. They hate long distance because of that reason, because their muscles are actually different. Yeah. They have okay. more slow twitch or more fast twitch and uh, slow twitch muscles. Gotcha. So like you learn that, 
technicality of like what it like. And then also we, we talked a lot about finding your slow before you own your fast, right? Mm-hmm. Nike kind of talked about, they posted something about this recently on their social media, but it's true. It's like, the more you are on your feet, the more you spend time just out there on the road running, the better runner you're going to become. And the more you actually go at a slower pace, 70, they say it was anywhere from like 70 to 80% of your run should be at conversation pace. Really? Wow. That changed my whole idea of how, because like I'd be trying to go fast all the time. Hell yeah, you are. Everybody know. wants to go fast. Hell yeah. But it's even like the runs that I've done since I've come back from my trip, I've been doing 9.30, 10 minutes per mile. And I used to hate that. Mm-hmm. Hate it. But I'm just like, all right, let's just get used to it. Let's yeah, yeah. build up my heart muscle. Let's keep my my uh, heart rate low, uh, lower than when I'm trying to like just do the most. Mm-hmm. And let's just go further for longer. And it. also like doing time time runs instead of just focusing on um, distance. your distance. Right? Yeah, A lot I've been of enjoying talk that. About that. Yeah, Mike yeah. put me onto that. Exactly. Mike put me onto that as well, as well as Picasso. Shouts out to them. But like in this course, we really got into like why that matters. And also like they talk about how like a long run technically isn't anything under 90 minutes. Yeah, that sounds about right. But again, these are things that might come obvious to our listeners, might come obvious to you. But when you hear it in a in a like classroom setting, um, it kind of for me, it's it kind of like I hear it more, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And but even still, I'm like, I did a long run technically on Sunday and it was 60 minutes because that was long for me. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. also about decide. It's also about identifying what pushes you. Yeah. Eventually, yes, 90 minutes. And I, even now, like. Even this weekend, I probably should do a 90 minute run. I just want it. But again, I'm very conservative with how I push myself because I really do not want to be injured. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I just like knock on wood do not want. So I'm I'm more about like I'm an, and, and this. they also talked about this. It's like it's better to be conservative about your efforts than to just go all out and then risk because it's like that's high risk, high, you know. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Um, so a lot of that was discussed and a lot of that, like, and like hearing that from these instructors and also like hearing their reasons about behind it. Cause you have like the general instructor, but then there's a, another instructor who's actually a doctor and he like trains, um, high school girls mm-hmm. and, you know, and he talks about like how he builds his training plans. We also built training plans in the course. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so dope. like, and then we would have like, um, <laughs> they, we, we called them, um, um, invisible, we'd be like invisible carry or whatever like that. Cause they're just people we were reading about. Mm-hmm. And it would be like this person, uh, Robin was one of them. And like Robin could either have been a guy or a woman. And, uh, the guy was a little older than the woman. The woman was like 36, but then it was like, this person runs X amount per week. Uh, they do speed training. They do X, Y, they do a lot of the stuff, but then they want to get a marathon. They want to you know, qualify for Boston, they need to get under 330. Mm-hmm. How, what do they need to change in their current plan? When you're, and you're looking at someone who, from a, from a novice or from a, for, not a novice, but from like just a quick look, would you probably be like, oh, they're probably doing everything they need to do. But then right. it's like, you just have to find the gaps right. and figure out like as a trainer, what actually do you need to be working more on? Right. So very, 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 very informative. Shit, I need to sign up. Yeah. So like, yeah, so and it was just, I mean, and I still need to take the the um, test. So you know, wish me luck. <laughs> you also have to be certified. You have to take the test, and you also have to get certification for CPR. Yeah. 
So that's that. Um, but that shouldn't be too difficult. So that like I'm just, you know, again, mentioning it because I think it's something that more runners should do, even if they aren't necessarily looking to train. It could just be a great opportunity to learn how to be a better runner, learn the fundamentals and also um yeah, just like kind of push you to that next level. Um, it does cost three hundred dollars. It's like three sixty. That's crazy. So again, the accessibility is an issue, mm-hmm. and I'm always going to be. We're all. I mean, we're always going to be looking out for that. And I think that that's something that they need to work on hell as yeah. an organization because that's ridiculous. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! So I'm trying to figure out who I can get to pay for my class. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's not cheap, and also you will be waiting on the waiting list. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Period. So, um, and then the test is an open book. Yeah. So, um, I, well, I'll take the test before our next call or our, our next recording, and mm. then I can kind of let you all know how what that goes. Like? But yeah, another th- good thing for if you guys are interested in like learning more and you want to write in a question or something like that, please do because then I can talk about it uh, in our next recording because. This one should be released pretty soon. Yes, 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 yes. Y'all finally gonna so, be getting this. I'm yeah, excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Doc, no. So that's that's awesome. That that sounds amazing. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, my brain is already turning on how no. to get signed up for that class because that's that's definitely something I like. I was telling you before we started recording, getting getting that up under um, me, Aaron, and Craig's belt. Mm-hmm. You know, just make a lot of the ideas and a lot of programming that we want to do a lot easier Yeah, for ourselves. Just having that because not only just are we doing a lot of things just off of experience, but, you know, our run is feeling comfortable, feeling security within that certification and then the advice that we're giving them and stuff like that, I think is uh, helps. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I want all of us in this community to elevate in that way. I mean, I know you do too. And so it's like, we just need to figure out, like you're saying, who's going to sponsor us? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what honestly needs to happen. Because it's kind of ridiculous how like they, you, you, when you first come into running, they're like, all you need is shoes. And it's like, no. <laughs> right. You need a little bit more than shoes. <laughs> Listen, what, what's the name of the organization? Uh, RRCA, Roadrunners R- Club R- of America. R- C-A. Yeah. Come on, let's do a Black Runners class. Okay. <laughs> okay. They need to dedicate it to Ay, us. Like, let's, let's make it happen. You know what I'm saying? You know, get you, you know, uh, well, everybody, Target, Walmart, all of these corporations got their uh, Black coins uh, during the pandemic and during the civil unrest. You know what I'm saying? They they did what they could to... Uh, to, uh, uh, what's, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Cater to pander to black people. I think it's time for y'all to pay to pander a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll take some pandering right. in the form of classes. Right. Like, let's go. Like, let's, let's make that happen. But I don't know. That's, that's, that's pretty much it from me. That's all I have today. That's all I have as well. And I think that we are pretty, I mean, like we talked about everything we had on our list. So if anything, it'll be interesting to hear from our listeners and see if there's anything specific that they want to hear from us. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> the listener letter email is runnersclub773 at gmail.com. You feel we don't have to switch that up, bro. Nah. nah, 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 nah. You know what? That's you don't have to edit this part out, and we're gonna have is. to find a different. It's, it's Runners Club seven seven three. We're not changing it. We're not changing uh, it. Why is it seven seven three? Because that's where we at. Is that? Is that? Is that? Nah, nah, nah. Is that nah, not nah, where nah. you live? Mm. Is that not where you live? 
Uh, is that not what that's you That's not my area code. I still have a 612. So, Ooh, sorry. I don't, I don't. Okay, so. What choices? What I'm just going to, I'm just going to just. Uh, let me we spell it for you we guys. Gonna, <laughs> we going to see. We're going to, I'm going to see if we can find something. Because it needs to be. We're not changing it. We're not changing it. It's for not now. Happening. For now. R-U-N-N-E-R-S-C-L-U-B-773 at gmail.com. It's going to change. But for okay. now, sure. Send it. Send it over. For now. We're not changing at all. All right, y'all. Uh, thanks for listening. She's going to book, she have to beat me in a foot race if she want to change it. Look, hit the subscribe <laughs> button. Hit the like button. Leave a comment. You know what I mean? Tell us who your favorite host is. <laughs> Why would you have them lie to you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you? You just want them to lie to you? It's uh, uh, so, but yeah, you know, we'll be back. Uh, see you next week. Awesome. Peace. Thank you.